Recall. Welcome to Totes Recall, uh, the show where we talk about a movie that we haven't seen in a long time, and then we watch that movie, and then we talk about it again with the knowledge we have gained from watching it. Mm-hmm. Could not have said it better yep, myself. Yep. Our Probably sponsor more quickly. today is... I don't know. Postages.biz. Pardon me? Postages.biz. <laughs> yeah. Where you can get a free scale... Yep. An old-timey Libra scale. Yeah. And $40 of boxes. You know how we were talking about earlier how sometimes when you do bits, you might inevitably ruin a legitimate <laughs> opportunity? <laughs> I don't know if Stamps.com is going to be <laughs> no. mad at me. Because we got their... They might be like, how dare you? Postages.biz. Yeah. So use offer code... Totes. Mm-hmm. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Yep. The Yeti microphone. <laughs> Should we get merch like a totes tote? Yeah. Oh, okay. Coming like soon, it. totes totes. Guys, we you guys are so ahead of yourselves <laughs> right now. And welcome to episode two. Aha! Uh, should we go A? Yeah. yeah. Yep. My name is Dan. The movie is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I don't think I saw this in theaters, but I was big time obsessed with this movie. I loved it. <laughs> My name is Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we going this way? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm Beth. Uh, I am now questioning if I've ever seen this movie. <gasps> because I have a theory that the movie that I have seen is Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. That's like the third one. The parents are shrunk. Yeah, that's in. not that one. That was that was D to V. Um, I've seen that one for sure. Oh, my God. But it's possible I've also seen this one. I remember a moment where... A kid eats a banana. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that. Maybe it happened. But I think that's in the third one, so. I don't know. That's a very um, specific moment. If I have seen it, it was probably at my house on VHS. Sure. As well as the other one you also watched on VHS. Yeah, for sure was that was VHS. Never released in theaters. Yep. yep, mm-hmm. yep. Wow. Hi, I'm Molly. Hi, Molly. Hello. Hi, Molly. Hi. Hi. I did see this in theaters when it came out. Oh. I was... Uh, in some stage of childhood at the time. I'll be excited to find out what year it was released. Uh, And I vividly remember the scene where Rick Moranis is wearing the crazy goggles and he's set up an apparatus over the backyard and is sort of surfing around looking for his children in the grass. Oh, yeah. But I think that was also in all the previews. Mm. So I think that's why it sticks out. Beyond that, I know he had a lot of crazy contraptions in the kitchen, including one for toast. Okay, I do remember that. So, <gasps> oh, we're earning points. But maybe yeah. it's a maybe it's a callback. In oh, the right. Like, like, look at this toast thing that still I still have. have. Still got it. Yeah, maybe. Um, hi, uh, I'm also Dan. Hi, also Dan. Uh, Hello. I or Lyndon is my last name, and how I was referred to in high school because I went to high school with like a dozen Dans. So, if you'd prefer to call me that, feel free <laughs> because there are multiple Dans around this table as we speak. I'm not sure. If I saw this movie in the theaters or not, I definitely saw its sequel, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, in theaters, because I, like other Dan, big time enjoyed the first movie, but I don't remember if I just, like, saw it in my house and was, like, you know, delighted by this cinematic gift my parents had brought to our home, or if we actually went out to see it. I remember some sort of, like, my, like, vague memory is, like, Rick Moranis, who, by the way, is in the movie... Yeah. <laughs> is... I don't remember any other stuff. No, neither do I. Me neither. I uh, have a theory, 
And maybe it's just a hope yeah. that Catherine O'Hara... All right, hold on, hold on, on. We'll get to Jaquette's bets in a minute. <laughs> All right. Uh, I also remember some kind of magnifying hat mm-hmm. or oh, something. Yes. Right? Like it was mounted on his head, yes. right? That's also, I think, on the cover. I think the cover is like... I thought it was just him holding a regular Sherlock Holmes-style magnifying glass, I think that's attached to his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's for sure got a magnifying helmet. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the one on the cover, though. Uh, I'm going with that's the cover art. Jaquette's bets. Now we're starting Jaquette's bets, officially. (laughs) Cover art is Rick Moranis looking through his magnifying glass helmet. Okay. With with tiny children. Okay. We will have to Google that, probably. How many kids are there that are... (laughs) Three? Four? Four? No, because there's like a baby that doesn't get shrunk until the second one, right? And no, the second one, in the second one, that baby is now a toddler and gets blown up huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's yes. called I Blew Up the Kid. But that might be a new that. baby. No, I think it's that's the implication is that it's that baby. Oh. I don't remember them that's having to care older. for a child yeah. as tiny kids. So I'm thinking between two and three children. And they're not all Rick's kids. No, yeah, right? They're, they're like a Because there's definitely like oh, a the parents, neighbor. there's like a neighborhood team up of parents yeah. in the middle of the movie. And there's got to be some like teen teen sexual tension. Oh, for sure. Oh, I have a distinct a memory of oldest male and oldest female having some like very sincere moments in like a blade of grass or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know I'm going what's... five children. Five, oh my five. god. That's right. Wow. That's also the Goonies number. Oh, is and it? I want to mention I am currently imagining all the scenes from Jurassic Park okay. where the two kids I are like in the jungle. With Sam Neill. Yes. Yeah. I was I was big time doing that earlier today. Mm-hmm. Like I had a, I was like, oh, that's from this movie. The girl's like all dusty and gross. And I was like, no, yep. that's the electric fence scene from JP1. It uh-huh, is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dusty. That girl got a lot. Of, sorry, sidebar, different movie. Yeah. That girl got a lot of different substances put on her in that film. She gets sneezed on mm-hmm. by yeah. dinosaurs. She gets very dusty, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Does she get poop on her? Oh, Doesn't I don't think so. someone poop? I feel like there's some vomit for sure. <sighs> The only thing Different she's movie. good at is computers, <laughs> and that's at the end, yeah. and the graphics are terrible. But or anyway, amazing, I'm sure this how you movie look at was it. great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure the graphics are incredible okay. for whatever year it came yeah. out. All right, so the plot of the movie <laughs> safe bet. It's yeah. got to be real straightforward, right? He I, yeah. crazy inventor yes. shrinks his kids and neighbor kids. But Ac- no, 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 accidentally. accidentally. They, they accidentally. Do it. Aren't they like playing, playing sports in, yes, of some kind? Baseball. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's both thrown because there's a baseball in the backyard later. Oh. But it's huge. Yeah. I have seen this movie. Good. Yay. That means the podcast is a success. <laughs> I have seen it, if this is true. This might be the other movie. No, that sounds no, legit. That right. sounds totally legit. Then that sounds the, like a thing kids would do. Gets hits the kids. Oh, it tilts. I think it, it, like, it doesn't tilts. get hit by the sports ball, and that's what like kind of turns it to kid There's shooting. Probably so. some sort of Rube Goldberg. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah seriously. The toast machine like yeah. pops a toast into the mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yes, for sure that. Happens. So if they get shrunk, presumably in some sort of back shed laboratory. I thought it was up in his attic. I think it's in the upstairs yeah. okay, house. It's in the attic. Upper level, I believe. Like wow. most of the movie they're in the lawn, right? I, the best part. Because oh. I remember like they're thirsty so they like bend down a blade of grass I feel like, and then the dew is like a I, huge Yeah, of I feel like maybe they very quickly somehow get thrown out the window. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. <gasps> is there a pet? Yes! For sure there's a cat, like a like a red cat. There's some kind of domestic animal that they encounter <laughs> yes. when large. Yes. I'm also thinking, now that I'm thinking of when they're... Like, I totally forgot they were inside while small, too. Yeah. But now I have a vague memory of them possibly getting 
Uh, this is going to be a Jaquette's bet, side bet, other Dan's bets. Okay. That they get swept. I think that's right. And then tossed outside. <gasps> I'm going in on you with that. Yeah. <gasps> double Dan Double bet. Dan bet. Swept up. We are doubling out. Dan on that bet. Ah. Puns. Puns. I do remember. No. Okay. In in the grass. Yep. I, do they encounter an ant? They befriend yes. an ant. Oh, they befriend an ant. They ride an They ant are best friends with an ant. And and they give it junk food, right? I, think I remember so. big gross oh, globules yeah, of like, yeah, like yeah, yellow or something. Yes. Yellow or orange? Yeah. Yeah. Molly cheetos. bet. Some Molly bet. Yellow. Molly bet is something yellow or orange. <laughs> <laughs> Our bet's always color-based. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Red cat. Red cat. For sure. Uh-huh. Orange junk. I'm going as far as to say Cheetos. Ooh. Name brand Cheetos. Wow. Wow. I feel like there's definitely product placement in the giant food. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there'd have to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember that it takes a surprisingly long amount of time for mm-hmm. the dad to come home and to piece together what happened. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he, at first, they just think, like, oh, the kids are out playing or something. Or something. Right? But I remember being very frustrated as a kid <laughs> watching this movie and thinking... Seriously, yeah. you're an inventor. Yeah. You're supposed to be super smart and understand cause and effect. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yet, you're unclear. And he hides it from his wife. Ooh. Which I thought <laughs> was not fair. No. No. Yeah. I was a pretty judgmental little kid. Sure. <laughs> Just so you know. No Yeah, no he surprise. was definitely no like, a, like a nutty professor type. Yeah. You know, like absent-minded Right, professor. like it's not like he's well-meaning, but he's just yeah. like so into his work that he sometimes, yeah. you know. And There's probably a whole like rock block weekend you could do of absent-minded oh, professor. Oh, no question. Like Flubber. Yeah. Wait, is there a the, parent in that? The nutty professor? In Flubber? Do any of those professors have children, though? Oh, I don't know. Just absent-minded professors. Oh, but right? that's not as interesting as this, like, subtext of neglecting your children. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like there is that tension there, isn't it? Like, isn't, like, the kids are going to go play sports ball, but they can't relate to Dad because he's too busy making his weird oh, stuff. Oh, right, right, right. This I might is... just be projecting that no. onto this movie oh, no. from my own experience <laughs> with my would... father. Yeah. <laughs> Who is not an inventor? He is a computer programmer. Mm-hmm. But he did neglect you. He, he did. He did neglect me. Yeah. I was not into sports balls. He was kind of into sports balls. There was a gap there, certainly. Okay. Yeah. So I may be projecting all of this onto Rick Moranis' relationship with the children who we don't remember how many there are. Well, we're, I'm going to watch for tears. Yeah. And if I see a tear, oh, and we'll me, know, yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, I was like, tears like a giant drop. That's what I was thinking, like a giant tear coming down. Wait, that might actually happen, though, right? It rains. I remember this now. Is it rain or is it dog slobber? Oh, or is it the sprinklers? It's the sprinklers. It's sprinklers. It's a bright, sunny day. It's sprinklers. Okay, all around the table bet, sprinkler attack. All table bet, sprinkler attack. Because it have it starts. It's like what is that? And, and there's like, like this huge, like, yeah, it's badass. Boom, boom. It's like a war scene. Yeah. The whole launch scene is pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. but also like watership down. My moment of judgmental child watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I remember because at one point they encounter. I believe this can be other day. Another other other damn bad. They encounter a scorpion. Ooh. And I remember, even as a child, because I was a big uh, zoology nerd, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, based on the flora of the yard, <laughs> they don't. I don't think they live in a proper climate mm. for a scorpion to just be, like, naturally running around. Right. And I was, like, actually upset about that. Like, there are other animals they could be attacked by that are not scorpions, yeah. that are native to their climate. <laughs> I'm not going to get in on that one. Okay. But I like that. Okay. I like that it's happening. Yeah. Because you're right. The, that is not scorpion territory. Right? They're it's in like, desert. they're like middle America. Because they're in like a beautiful green lawn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're probably in California because it's, it's a movie. Oh, yeah. You might as well place it there. Why bother, right? Yeah. Why bother going into flyover country for a movie about an eccentric <laughs> inventor 
who clearly is a little short on cash because mm-hmm. he's creating this stuff in his own house instead of like a beautiful laboratory downtown. Yeah, like yeah. the dad is from he... Gremlins. That's another yeah. professor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he dad. was much worse at yeah. being an inventor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. May I add Wallace and Gromit? To mm-hmm. our weekend rock block. That's totally. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of neglectful father figures, oh. like they're best friends for sure. Mm-hmm. But like half of those, half of the story is like Gromit just sort of like trying desperately to communicate with Wallace, and he's just so Don't in his own head. Yeah. I was, and also there's the toast connection Ooh. between Wallace and Gromit mm-hmm. and uh-huh. potential yes. toast machine in this yeah. movie. You may be thinking of Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Shoot. And I remember watching Wallace and Gromit when he's got the contraption that like shoots oatmeal into yep. his bowl yep. and mm-hmm. stuff, and yep. being like, "Wow, the future." Yeah. Now, guys, we've set timers for both the coffee machine and uh-huh. the rice cooker, which makes us oatmeal. The wow. future is now. When you say we, do you mean you specifically? We, uh, I set the timer on the rice cooker. Okay. And my wife uh-huh. sets the timer on the coffee machine because we're an equal opportunity. And the coffee machine, <laughs> to be clear, the coffee machine is in no way related to making the oatmeal, right? No, they're different, but they're both automated breakfast. That's to make coffee. Yep. yep. Coffee machine makes coffee. Yep. Okay. The rice cooker makes coffee. <laughs> your quest bets. Coffee machine in his own home makes coffee. <laughs> Here's the major thing that I want to put out there okay. about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Is that at the end of our last podcast recording, we yep. all said, you know... Episode one, apparently. I want to watch a movie that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and we all thought Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would likely be good. Um, and I'm really hoping that's going to be true when we come I back. I feel like hoping is a better operative yeah. word there. Yeah. Like, I do not remember expressing confidently that this would hold up. Because I have not seen it since I was a child. Yeah, I definitely I remember loving it, it as a yeah, child. I watched it many times as a child. I haven't seen it since. I loved it. I bet it doesn't hold up, mm. to I be bet honest. parts of it hold up. Yeah. But I, I bet it does pass the... Uh, Test. Bechdel's test. I think it does too. I think it does too. Because I think the teen girls talk to each other. And we also have the potential of neighborhood team up where the mothers Mm. talk to each other and discuss something other than their husbands or even, and they're missing children of both genders. Yeah. So Um, this could be our first. I'm I'm, two. I'm thinking that I okay. I'm remembering Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Yes, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure only you have seen. Yeah. Okay, yep. okay. I believe that the daughter is the oldest okay. in the Moranis family. Okay. Oh, I would, and that the I'm going to go with that. I would agree with that. Boyfriend is a neighbor kid. I don't think it is a boyfriend though. I think it's just a I cute think, boy yes. in the neighborhood. I think that is what. And I think that's why there's tension in the giant grass. Yeah. Because oh. I think in that movie. Um, the parents are shrunk and the kids throw a party. <gasps> um, the oldest is not very nice to her little brother. Mm. And her little brother brother has something where he... I felt like it was diabetes, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> okay. Where he needed potassium, so she feeds him a banana. Oh. And the parents witness it because they're tiny and they right. can see what's happening. Right. Um, and I believe... They throw a party, and I believe that the neighbor kid, the boy, is there, mm-hmm. and I think they kiss. Is this Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves? <laughs> this is it a different movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with that, I'm guessing that the neighbor kid is an older boy. Yes. Okay. That's good reasoning. Yeah. That was For really sure. good reasoning. The, uh, the, Airtight. The Moranis oldest kid, yeah. there's a, a daughter, an, and then a boy yeah. that she's mean to. Right. And then maybe a younger, that that's maybe the baby. baby. This is like very specific Beth Betts right now. Beth Beth. So you're children. going, children order is old daughter, yeah. 
middle-ish. Me- medium boy. <laughs> yes, medium boy. And a baby of indeterminate gender. Yes. I feel like a boy. Boy, baby boy. I'm just basing that. Well, on based on again the sequel, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yeah, it is a, a toddler son. That's a boy. Okay, boy. Who is brought to Godzilla size <laughs> or whatever King Kong size, depending on what movie it is. I feel like they're the matter. same size. No. Incorrect. No. King Kong. Is Except smaller? when they fight each other. Does Which it? is bullshit. Do they? Guys, I have a lot of opinions about... Apparently I have a lot of opinions about giant creatures. <laughs> Wait, Godzilla and King Kong are not the same size? Usually, no. Godzilla's because consider bigger. this. Godzilla's huge. Consider this. King Kong oh, climbs yeah, yeah. Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Godzilla knocks down buildings right. probably about the size of the Empire State Building. Yeah. 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 I'm on board. I'm yeah. on board. <laughs> so our bet is... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other yeah. dad's bets. Other dad's bets. Four honeys from the kids. King Kong Godzilla are different sizes. <laughs> yes. I'd like to point out that uh, potassium is not a treatment for diabetes. That's what, no, I, I agree. She said something like diabetes, I to agree, be fair. and that's why Check I thought the tapes. it was weird. That's why I thought it was weird. But I also think a movie could present that as truth. That's true. Yeah. Movies are dumb. Yeah. And I, I remember that because uh, I remember getting a muscle cramp oh. once. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somebody yeah, says, you have to have potassium. And I told my mom, mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh, bananas have potassium. And she was like, you are so smart. How did you know that? And the answer was? And I was like... I watched the movie. Honey, we shall go to the Was there, uh, I don't, do you guys remember if there was like a, you know, like Rick Moranis, like was he just building this because like, guys, I have this great idea, shrink ray, or was he like actually like, I am going to sell this to some specific entity? I would like to, to Molly's bets. Okay. okay. I feel like it had something to do with a humanitarian effort. For example, shrinking food to be able to ship it. Yes, en masse. uh, En masse, yeah. I also have a theory that he tries to show it to somebody Mm. and it doesn't work. Doesn't an apple explode? Apple. Right? Something bad happens. I feel like He's he like, tries to shrink an work. apple and it explodes or yeah. something. Or it starts to shrink and then it like goes like blah and blows up. Other dance bets blowing up an apple <laughs> while trying to shrink it. I'm going to take a real shot in the dark here just yes. based on what kind of movie I think this is. Yep. That at some point uh, an interaction between the older boy and girl happens where one falls on the other. Like no, yeah, face face. absolutely. I like it. Absolutely. Don't remember that scene? <laughs> no, I bet it's I'm there. doubling Dan on that bet. Doubling Dan. Because that, yeah. Uh, and I have a memory that the parents were somehow fighting or in conflict and that this all brought them together. Oh. There's definitely okay. some kind of familial tension mm-hmm. that is then cast aside because our children are missing, which then mutates into our children are tiny and hidden oh. somewhere. Maybe and the neighbors are arguing. Yeah. Oh, right, because the neighbors team up. And there's, there's I'm gonna, other Dan's bet, the other father of the uh, that of the neighborhood team mm-hmm. up, other father is sort of like a gruffer, jockier kind yeah. of dude. Yeah. And there's that tension of like Romeo masculinity, yeah. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. where Moranis and like other dude have to team yeah. up. Well, and the mom is definitely a working mom. I remember that because my Ooh. mom worked and I was always looking for other She's moments. probably bringing home the bacon. While he's yes. tinkering well, in the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Tinker 2 is tinking away. Mm-hmm. Tinker 2? Yeah. yeah, that's his nickname. Okay. Uh, my hope, as I was saying at the beginning of the podcast before we were allowed to make bets, my hope is that the mom <laughs> is Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. I don't think that's probably true. Sure. But in my mind, I was like, that'd be a good cast. <laughs> <laughs> probably not within their budget. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like I don't know... Any other actor? No, but I feel like when Rick we Marino. see, I bet we will recognize people. We will be like, oh, of course. There's going to be someone's first movie, like how. There's uh, a yeah, maybe one of the face? kids will be like, holy crap, it's that actor now, well-known actor. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in Goonies, mm. the oldest boy 
is a famous actor whose name I can't remember. Good. Sean, uh, nope. no. Sean Penn. Penn. Nope. He was in True Grit, but as like the, the third build dude. In True Grit? Like the yeah. new True Grit? Yeah. So not Matt Damon. Nope. Or Jeff Bridges. Right. But the other dude. Other guy. The other guy. <laughs> okay. Oh, so yeah, totally famous. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like a that was like a cameo almost. Yeah. Oh, what's that dude's name? He's got black hair. Okay. Kind of looks like Charles Bronson. But Jake not. Oh, uh, 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 Josh Brolin. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what movie was he? He was in Goonies. Oh, cool. Okay. He's like the oldest. Oh, right. Uh, bro. This is so far of two episodes. <laughs> this is the most talk about other movies <laughs> first half. Of this podcast we've Goonies ever done. is a way better movie than this. <laughs> oh. Goonies is better than See, I might disagree, because I didn't see Goonies until I was like 24, so oh, I was no. like, it's okay. Oh. I've never seen Goonies. Whoa. Oh. I guess we're not doing it. Wow. <laughs> so I feel like, too, I guess my last little note about this movie is I feel like currently it is so much harder to set up a scenario where you get the kids out from under parental supervision. You mean like in life? In life. Yeah. Like, and kids are even more supervised than ever, right? Sure. They can't just run out sure. and, and go play in the neighborhood. Right. So in some ways, I feel like this storyline would be more effective now. Yeah. So it's like, like why aren't phones, they calling me on my cell phone? Yeah, oh, yeah. their cell phones are too tiny to get reception. You know, like Would that. the cell phones not get a signal? So Ooh. my long-term Molly bet is there's a remake. Oh. Wow. Future bet. Future bet. Future bet. Uh, I mean, they usually remake anything that people our age were like that was good back when it was made so yeah i bet that'll happen i'll double down on that (laughs) (laughs) also i feel like they had a ride at either disney or universal where you could climb on back of the ant Mm -hmm. against a blue screen just like the characters i think this might have been one of those 3d movie rides it yeah, is, is it? Yeah. Because I know for sure I've seen people taking pictures next to giant blades of grass. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, look at how small I am. Yeah. Um, like and Bugs I, Life. Yeah, and I think that that's outside. <laughs> I think that's outside of the 3D ride. Yep, that yeah. rhymed. That rhymed. Yep, I bet one. Bugs Life is better than this movie. I bet too. it is. I would probably. I have not seen that either, but I bet <laughs> that it is. But. Of the Rock Block Weekend of Giant Grass movies. Ooh, yeah, okay, let's see. Bugs so it'd be Honey After the Kids, Bugs Life, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Is there giant grass? Well, the raptors are like taking people down. No, that's no, the no, second one. No, they live one. in a jungle. Still a Jurassic Park movie. All right, fine. <laughs> JP2. There's a difference between giant grass and prehistoric ferns, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> prehistoric ferns are giant. But, but they're, they're not grass. Oh. James and the Giant Peach. Is there grass? Sure. There's a peach. He's inside of a peach. That's not grass either. No Do you guys not understand the difference between different kinds of plants? Has winter been too long? You don't remember what grass looks like? Honestly, I have no idea. Shout out to the Como Conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> An ant's life? Is that like no. the bug? No. Ants <laughs> with a Z. Ants. That probably has grass in it. I bet that has grass in it. For sure. Because they live in like Central Park, noted grass part of New York. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there's giant grass in that. Good. All right. So, listeners, go watch those three movies. Yep. We will watch one of them. Best giant grass movie of all time. Send us your votes. Yes. (laughs) I can tell you, it's not even a bet, it is confidence that uh, tragedy will strike in the grass. I will not spoil it for you guys, in case you don't remember. But tragedy... Does the ant die? Oh, shut your face. I'm not saying anything. I just remembered what happened. I'm not saying anything, but tragedy strikes in the grass. Be prepared. I am going to take a break during (laughs) this. I'm having a memory of being real sad watching this movie. Oh, guys, it gets gets rough in the grass. I'm sorry. I gotta prepare myself. (laughs) Yeah. 
Emotionally prepare Let's just yourself. Fast forward that part. No, no, we gotta live in. It's gotta be raw. In the pain. It's gotta be raw in for the, the listeners. The art direction of weird ants or whatever's yeah, right? happening. I mean, Maybe I guess the they couldn't be him. friends. With, oh, I bet the scorpion does get him Oof. when I'm he's trying to defend the people. Yeah, like a scorpion bet? really would take best time. Best bet: to kill. scorpion oh. brings tragedy to ant friend. Yes. Who bravely dies in the service of saving? The in children. defense of human children too. No, like. But would an Amazing. ant die to defend another ant? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. That's that how they whole survive. Thing. That's their whole shtick. Mm-hmm. They don't have that sort of brain function where they sacrifice themselves. They just get killed or whatever. Are well, they'll sure? defend Do you know certain an things. No, can you maybe have been shrunk down? I been shrunk down. And they'll, an ant. What? You need to befriend an ant first before you can yeah. really speak authoritatively. You give it Cheeto chunks and you do its we'll giant see. mandibles. We'll see. We'll see. It could be candy. Let's go watch the movie. Yay! Yay. Okay, guys, we watched Honey, I Shocked the Kids. We did. Holds up, I think. I, I think agree. Holds up. I, I agree. Movie. I had a great time. I had a great time. I enjoyed it. Like, a real good time. Like, the writing was pretty, pretty was, good and quick. Kind of mean, Although, but no, very... But, yeah, I felt like that was one of its strengths. Like, it was like a Cracker Jack script. Everybody was getting zingers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A ton of zingers. Imagine, okay, imagine if you will, that same movie, but only one of the kids had zingers. Oh. Then you just want to punch that kid. Yeah. But they all had zingers, so you're kind of like, all right. Well, you just want to punch them equally. Each, equally. Exactly. And then eventually, you fall for all satisfying. of them. You fall in love yes, with all of them. Yeah, exactly. Can we just start with the credits? The opening yes. credits oh my were such God. a delight. I totally completely cartoon. forgotten. It was like a little cartoon, a little like a Pink Panther style. Yeah. yeah. Cartoon credit. And it was like a wave of nostalgia when they started up. Like once mm-hmm. the little cartoon kids popped up, I was like, oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I felt that same wave of nostalgia ripple approximately every two minutes watching oh my God. this movie. I said so many times. Molly was audibly feeling nostalgia during <laughs> most of that movie yeah. while we watched it. Uh, 1989 was this movie. Mm-hmm. The year of my birth. The year. Oh. <laughs> this movie is, oh, well, I don't know what month it came out. I was going to say it's probably older than me, but it might. It was probably a, a summer blockbuster. I, it seemed like, I mean, like you, we were saying, like the effects are pretty good mm-hmm. considering. Yeah. So we figure like budget must have been pretty. Budget must have been really pretty high. So it must have been like a Disney like tentpole though, right? Well, yeah. I feel like they spent all of their money on actors and Rick Moranis. Mm, maybe you know. So I don't think uh, you're and saying, all the kids were unknown. You're saying Auntie didn't cost money? That was an incredible oh, robot. Oh, wow. you guys. Oh, did I? I didn't well, mean to crack that open right away. Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Jaquette's best? A, other Dan wins it with Scorpion. Oh, There's booyah. Scorpion. Scorpion. Bullshit Scorpion. They befriend an ant they in do. the middle of the movie to try and get back through the lawn mm-hmm. to the house. Named Auntie. They, and they name it Auntie. They and name it Auntie. At first... It didn't like an ant itself. <laughs> yeah. My name is Auntie. My name is Auntie. <laughs> At first, it, they kind of uh, enslave it, right? Yeah. Well, well, at first, they're, like, trying to, like, just jump on it and assume that'll work, it seemed yeah. like. Like yeah. a rodeo, rodeo style. Yeah, and there was even fun Western music under it yeah. while they were yeah. doing that. Yeah. I mean, it was like they were trying to break a wild horse, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, a stallion. But then uh, gender roles came into play. The oh. three boys. And I want to talk about that hard. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it, though. <laughs> the three boys just try and wrestle on there. Yeah. And they keep getting just, like, smacked in and, the like, face by Thorax. I'm going to give credit to whoever set up the stunts for that scene like those kids looked like they were getting like really whipped around yeah, by that ant thrown against like, plants yeah. giant blades of grass yeah. yeah 
But like the velocity that they were seeming to get hit by like ant parts was like actually kind of like oh that actually looked painful. Yeah. 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 But then uh, the lady, the girl, who uh, Amy, Amy, sure, mm-hmm. uh, coaxes it over, difficult, <laughs> and befriends it with a piece of little Debbie oatmeal cream oatmeal pie. cream yep. giant oatmeal cream cookie, not pie. Cheetos, not even uh, yeah, not even that one. no Cheetos, no at Cheetos at all, not even any like salty snack, any sort of extruded savory snack, yeah. just a cookie, the sack, but a the snack delicious is looking cookie, mm-hmm. yeah, it you know that scene reminded me of Double Dare. You know, okay. Double yeah. Dare? When they always had like the giant food that people yeah. would fall into or throw at each other. Yes. As a kid, I was always like, that looks good. For the record, <laughs> I am mostly just assenting so we can move on because I did not have cable as a child. Neither <laughs> did I. All right. Yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I vaguely know what you're talking about, but not firsthand. Okay. No. <laughs> really painful. But then yeah. the then Auntie. Uh, they get attacked by a scorpion while sitting in a Lego. Oh. Uh, after a, like, 15-minute whole- montage of real moments between every major character in the Sorry, movie. Yeah. Like, like, literally... Like a, a round yeah. ramen of emotions. Every, like, literally every underlying emotional issue gets addressed in those in that scene right before the scorpion attacks. Lots of hugging. Including some wicked tongue between them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... I believe that was one of my bets that they kissed, right? They kissed. Oh yeah, should we go through you before we start talking about the emotional roller coaster Molly Chase went through during the scorpion scene. (laughs) Alright, we'll do lightning round of Jaquette's bets. Please. Magnifying glass helmet as the cover. We got it from Netflix. I don't know what the cover looks like. I didn't look it up. But But the the image on the top of the D V D and like the menu on the D V D supports it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What? I think I win. I think I win that bet. The label on the DVD was children walking across the nose of a dog. But he had the uh, magnifying glass. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. 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 I rescind my sex. Wow. Okay, this is the cover. Oh, yep. Where's the magnifying glass? No magnifying glass. Nope. No magnifying glass. The menu screen had the magnifying glass. Just for our listeners, uh, the cover screen is actually the dog's nose, Quark, who we all forgot about. Yes. Instantly, Quark's nose touching Rick Moranis' nose and the little children. I don't know his name, Quark. Running across. Okay, five children. Nope. No. Oh, Four children. No babies. No babies. Technically, there were five children because there's a kid who was mowing Like a mom. neighborhood kid. Like, we were talking uh, about how many kids could shrunk. Okay, though. I know, but... <laughs> like, if we were actually betting money on this, I would yeah. use that as an argument. Sure. Wow. Did we specifically bet on the gender distribution of those children, or we just talk about it casually? I don't know if we bet on it. In my mind, it was t- uh, two, and two, two boys, two girls. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Three-one split because yep. of the patriarchy. I believe that Beth broke it down <laughs> for us. I, I, but she yeah. had too few kids, but other yeah, than that, the baby boy is not present. He, Correct. Like, not he comes in, honey, I blew up the, the kid. kid. Mm-hmm. He is the titular kid. He is the kid. Yeah. yeah. Beth, you bet on a red cat? Nope. Nope. Black and white. Black and white. It's possible that that was in the other honey. We shrunk ourselves. The series. Yeah. I would not have thought that Beth would be so reluctant to give up her bets. This no. is very interesting. Well, there's no, there's no arguing. Yeah, you, should, you can't argue that there wasn't there was, a red cat there, in the movie. There was a cat. Sure, that's true. No All question. Right. All right. Uh, double Dan yep. down. Yep. Swept down and threw out the window. Yep. Nailed Amazing. it. Amazing. Nailed it. Well, Hard. actually, no, not quite. Well, swept up, thrown swept in the up. trash. Garbage, garbage bag. Trash is taken out. Yes. Yeah. I think we said thrown out the window. Yes. Oh, yeah, I yes. thought swept out the window. I thought, yeah. sure. I thought for sure because it was in the attic that it would, it yeah. would go fly like in through the window. Yeah, through the window. Like, we were all very aware that the window played a role in the yes. movie. Yep. But not in the way we expected. Well, sort of in the way we expected. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I said baseball. Somebody baseball. said baseball. Yeah. Sure. I got very excited about baseball because I remembered it stopping the laser. Oh, wait. 
Molly said baseball. I agreed with her. (laughs) Molly, you had a bet about some orange or red chunks. Yes, which I thought were food, but actually that was pollen. Right, exactly what I thought too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they <clears throat> did look like Cheetos. I, I like Cheetos, but nope. Some yeah. kind they of looked like a uh, uh, honey smacks. Puffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Smacks. Yeah, but that was pea pee, pee pollen. Pea pollen. <laughs> what? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> pea pollen. Just pollen. Just just say pollen. Oh, I guess it's flower pollen. Yeah, because yeah. the bees aren't. Bees don't have pollen. But bees do play a role, and we didn't talk about no, that. No, we were not. We, we completely neglected the bee. Yeah. Every yeah. other bug, I think we got, but yeah, it's true. All right. Although there were multiple dead flies that we did oh, not address. Right. Yeah, oh. just like floating by. Oh, gross. Not a single live Arc. fly. Not a No, very gross. Arc. All table bet of sprinkler attack. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. Hardcore. Nailed it. Yep. Great scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backtail test passed. Passed. Yes. Multiple instances of passing criteria. Yes. Good Way job. Way to go, Disney. Way yeah. to go, Disney of 1989. Yeah. Wonder, do you guys think Disney has a higher proportion no. Than other studios? Well. It depends. Are you talking animation or yeah. non-animation? Animation uh, gets terrible. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was mm-hmm. thinking most animation is just going to be like, oh, men, and then little the creatures talk to the lady, but they don't talk to other ladies usually. But even Pretty Woman, which is also a Disney movie, uh, does pass the test. Okay. That's a, because, that's a Disney movie? Yes. Here's a question. Because Julia oh. Roberts was going to play a prostitute. Right. And she was worried about telling her mom, so she called up her mom and said, Mom, Mom, I got a movie. It's a Disney movie. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. Okay, question. I don't know. There's a good chance that they only talk about men, but does Mrs. Potts count in Beauty and the Beast? Because uh, she is technically yeah. a teapot in but, the movie for most of the movie. Transformed from a lady. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a lady character. Yeah. All right. I would say she's a female. I feel oh. like we would have to watch the whole movie to okay. really know. And I want to go back and say, I don't know that Julia Roberts actually said or did that. It might have just been a publicist wrote that sure, story. Sure. To make for it her. fun. Yeah. We got yeah. I mean, we got to check with our legal counsel. We don't yeah, need to Yeah. And when Julia Roberts comes down, no. <laughs> we don't want We don't want postage.biz to be like, what are you guys <laughs> doing? <laughs> Tell me these lies about Julia Roberts. <laughs> They're going to pull their funding. ASAP. <laughs> All right, Beth, we already talked about how you got the kids wrong. You got the girl and boy's age right. But yeah, no yeah. yeah, you did, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I can't read this. This is Molly, shrink, and then maybe humanitarian. Oh. Oh, it, what is the purpose of the thing? Yeah. Like why he made a shrink right? Yeah. Uh, real vague. Right? Yeah, yeah, very. I think it was about reducing things for use in space. Yeah. Well, that was like one of the examples was like shrinking payloads. And I think I probably thought about that because at the end they increase the size of food. Right, and you thought, like, what a wonderful gift to the poor well, of the world. Well, as a child, I apparently put that together, yeah. but that's yeah. not at all how he used it. Well, you were a very judgmental child. So. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but that does have a good, one of the sick, the sickest of burns mm-hmm. in that oh. conference when he's presenting. Oh, that one, one guy. Smarmy. You want, you shrank one thing, <laughs> the, the size of the audience. That was real harsh. Yeah. That was harsh. That was, that was, that was probably the like the darkest moment of the film. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. One burn. <laughs> I feel like also like at an academic conference. Yeah. Like that's real. Yeah. Dickish. That yeah. is really dickish. I wasn't. Was that academic though? It seemed almost like he was like looking for funding. Like, hey guys, what if we made this shrink ray? You know what I mean? Well, or was it? But there were like sixty people in the audience. Uh, However, I feel like. His box of stuff, his yes. molecule models, and there all was of his a papers, lot of stuff for his presentation. That he never actually used. Like I said, it was probably a long presentation. They just cut to the end. 
So he was already packing up for some reason. It, he never took anything out of that box. All right. All right. Late bet. Late bet. Late bet that cannot be confirmed <laughs> because they did not show it in the movie. <laughs> he didn't take anything in the box. Uh, Dan, you bet on blowing up an apple. Yeah. Nailed it. Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore yeah, nailed completely. it. Oh, core. Oh, oh, God. Oh. I do that all the time. <laughs> I make puns unintentionally. And I apologize <laughs> to our listeners and to my wife, who... Actually, she loves it because it angers me. <laughs> TMI. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We didn't quite have the scene that I predicted of the boy and girl falling on top of each other. No. No, but, but there kind was, of. But I think it was even more, oh, like the yeah. moment when they really connected was yeah. even more sexy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like CPR. Hell yeah. Like, Slimy, mouth, muddy mouth CPR. Sexy. French class. Yeah, which then brought in the, what we now realize is the classic joke of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you learn... Uh, resuscitation the nerdy kid says and sexy older boys like French class and then him and the older girl kind of chuckle they have like a shared smile like a shared moment of like we totally kind of kiss even though you were actually trying to force oxygen back into my body so that I would live but you know gross just (laughs) disgusting most glutinous gross water I don't know gelatinous gelatinous that makes more sense thank you Oh, there are more bets. Two more bets. I'm guys. so excited. Oh, about. I had a mid-show bet too. Oh, there were okay. there were at least three Molly Chase late bets yeah, during the screening. Oh, buzzer beaters. Buzzer beaters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Sports yep. neighbor. Kinda. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, he loved football. He did enjoy loved football. Loved fishing. Loved fishing. Avid fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. I think you got the spirit of it right, which sure. is like the neighbor is like an alpha male yeah. jock type. Yes. It was a not, It was a classic nerds versus jock. Yeah. yeah. Dynamic. And interestingly, uh, sometimes southern, sometimes not. Yeah. yeah. He started out with a little more of a really twang, twang, it seemed like. And then he revisited it at the end briefly. I yeah. said southern, and then his accent changed, and I was like, oh, maybe not southern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they filmed the first and last scene first. Yeah. And then, like, there was a break, and, like, everyone forgot that he had a southern accent, yeah. including him. Yeah. Well, part of the movie was shot in Mexico. According to the credits, at least, there's yeah. a Mexico so, unit. That's probably what happened. Maybe they just shot the giant scorpion in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Just a close up shot of the okay. scorpion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the last bet was from Dan that the scorpion was the tragedy bringer. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and Speaking of tragedy, I feel like we didn't quite address that, like no. how heartbreaking that really was. It, it was it was really tough to watch. So, first of all, of course, I mean, classic storytelling trope, real moments are happening left and right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, older boy and older girl, heavy tongue. Heavy tongue. Like, hard, like way harder than any of us anticipated. I thought it'd just be like a very tender yeah. kiss inside of a Lego piece. But I felt that it was pretty accurate. To Absolutely. How kids are at that Hormones age. are raging. Yeah. They don't know if they're going to live to see the next sunrise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and even if they did, I really feel like that's kind of the end game. Yeah. Hypothetical question, though. These are two uh, teenage. Yeah. High, high school students. High school right? students. Because mm-hmm. they're going to dances, right? They're going to dance. Yeah, they're yeah. probably. Yeah, that's right. Because the, the whole tension between Little Russ and Big Russ. Is that little Russ doesn't want to be on the football team because he's so small, mm-hmm. and Big Russ is like, "Who cares? He's my son. He needs to whatever." So they obviously are. That's you know. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> These are two grown adolescents with uh, working libidos. Yeah. If Scorpion had not arrived, would they have at least gone third base in the Lego? Third base in the Lego. <laughs> well, I feel like they had their little brothers yeah, there. Yeah, that's that what I was super saying. weird. Little brothers were there, still awake, 
I yeah. want to say. Mm-hmm. Were they, though? Because, well... Because time had passed. Okay. Maybe they weren't still like... But I feel like they reacted super quickly to Tragedy Bringer. Well, children mm-hmm. are, you know, they're like dogs. They they react quicker yeah, to danger coming, right? That's a fact, right? I don't know proof that. Yeah. No. Right. I think second base. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. However, the scorpion shows up almost immediately. Right. I want to talk Horror. more about the kid's tongue eating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like if this movie was made today... That is the pull quote of the podcast. (laughs) If this this movie was made today, they would have just smooched mm-hmm. like a little peck. Yeah, yeah. I they agree. They were like, like we didn't see tongue. It wasn't like those gross movie kisses where Wait, just oh, like, yeah. like sweaty 16 foot like high tongue on each other. Just slopping. But they were definitely like, their mouths were going. Yeah. yeah. Right? They, the, I would say it was more than uh, uh, Twilight back to a previous podcast. Meridian Chase and Batman. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, way... Yeah, almost as bad as that. Yeah, like, not as much intense pressure <laughs> against each other. Yeah. But definitely the same level of intensity. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that was it. Maybe they had a little more tenderness in the way that their lips touched. Yeah. But there was just a lot of intensity under that. This the pod bay doors kiss. were open. These two child actors had a better kiss. Ben, professional this. actors Val yeah. Kilmer and Nicole Kidman. Who are both, as we established, fine and great actors. Sure. Yeah. And they've probably done pretty decent on-screen kisses in other movies, yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. And I would imagine we have more life experience at that right. point, too. Maybe that's it. Maybe this was, like, their first kiss and it was, in re- Right, IRL. so we were seeing yeah. the authentic, like, anxiety mixed with joy of two adolescent tongues just smashing <laughs> into each other. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we can okay. talk about... Scorpion, Scorpion comes in. Horror show. Oh. Like, it is immediately... Ready to go. It is like shoving its pincers <laughs> into the Lego hole. It's frightening. It's terrifying. Yeah. And it's... Almost like sexuality itself. <gasps> oh, oh, Disney. <laughs> you clever bastards. <laughs> the scorpion is inserting its claws. That's right. Lego and hole. it's terrifying. The Your friends bro- are murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the younger well, I brother. I think the auntie then, in that case, would represent virginity. Because that's what it gets All oh, right. It's pure. It does get pierced. pierced. Oh, Ooh, I'm uncomfortable with this. Yeah, you made this so much worse, Molly Chase. Hey, <laughs> I experienced this on a subconscious level. Also, they make you really like the ant. Guys. I really like that Guys, ant. Molly Chase, let me just say, I think this is becoming a running theme of the show of me enjoying watching Molly watch a movie. But this was the this was an cl- amazing moment where Molly Chase is like, Feeling all the feelings for Auntie. Like, first there is terror, because Auntie is defending the children, you know, helping the children. Seems to be doing okay. Like, yep. Auntie gets some licks in, for you sure. You think Auntie's yeah. gonna make it. You yeah. think Auntie's doing alright. Suddenly, Stinger Tail comes down, pierces, like, violently pierces that ant. Like gushing. Molly is devastated. <laughs> the I world... Thought, like, out loud. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The <laughs> world is a horrible place. She's wailing. Humanity does not deserve to live if they allow Auntie to go. Suddenly, the younger boy experiences on screen the very feelings she's experiencing for Auntie. And Molly turns a 180 and criticizes the kids crying on screen. She's like, oh, I could act better than that. Like, with no empathy at all. Immediate turn. And she is, like, against the movie until the credits roll after that. Like, she is making snipey comments all the time. It was amazing. Oh. Uh. Yeah. 
Truth hurts. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're subconsciously realizing this message about Maybe. sexuality. Maybe. I, I did feel like I went through such an emotional arc, and I really did feel like the kid did not express what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can I backtrack for a second? Because I'm looking at my notes now because yeah. I wanted to make sure I understood exactly yeah. what I loved I about Mom watching. That uh, th- before that, though, <laughs> kind of in line of what you're saying about how like there's a message about sexuality and, yeah. and keeping yourself pure. Mm-hmm. The mom, yeah. like, okay, oh, yeah, the two, the inventor and wife, yeah, they're looking outside after their real moment. They all have real moments. They're going to turn in or something. They're at least going to go inside the house, stop looking in the lawn, right? Yeah. Mother's main concern is, my daughter is in the dark. Her quote is, in the dark with little Russ Thompson. And by in the dark, she of course means vulnerable and freakishly tiny <laughs> in her lawn. Yeah. And her main concern is, maybe she will go too far with the neighbor boy. Yeah, and it, if she's not worried that, like, he is going to force himself upon no. her. No. She's worried they're going to have a consensual Yeah, like, at no experience. point do you get the sense that she's like, that Russ Thompson, he's a bad kid. Yeah. She's just like, they are totally going to go for each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're two kids, they're, like, watching MTV in the living room. Yeah. It's like that level, like, oh, I should go check on him. Yeah. yeah. That Russ Thompson. <laughs> like, she has that attitude, except they are somewhere in their lawn. And by the way, again... Zoological nerd as a child, <laughs> most of the terrifying creatures in your lawn are gonna come out at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fa- and it, the fact that it was just one scorpion and not just like a tidal wave of monsters yeah. is actually kind of surprising. Yeah, there should have been a ton of beetle type something. Creatures. Yeah, something a creepy ass thing. Yeah. Oh, my, earthworms are. This dormant. just touched my neck as we were talking about bugs. <laughs> For the listeners, she's referring to her headphone cord. <laughs> it was delightful. I got the I got the creeps. Uh, we should talk about the the parent children dynamics. Yes. That's what most yes. kids movies. Yeah. Before kids, obviously. Yes. And it's always about like. But we are all kids at heart. I think we I can kids. say that. And when we watched this movie, one of us was unborn. <laughs> one of us was not even a child. <laughs> <laughs> but they, the the dynamic between the fathers and sons yes. are flip flops. Yeah. So big Russ wants Lil Russ to be like, be like a sportsman like he is. Yes. And Lil a Russ, better sportsman even, maybe. Yeah. Lil Russ, who knows what he wants. He wants to listen to his, listen to his Walkman walk and just have cool just, hair yeah, hang and a flipped up collar. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Big Rick Moranis <laughs> doesn't really care about his kids, but his son... I mean, he, hold on. He cares. He's too He's just so wrapped up in his work. Sure. Yeah. But uh, little Ricky Moranis. Yep. Uh, what is the kid's name? Uh, Nick. Nick? Yeah. Nikki. I'm going with Nikki. Nick. Yeah. Nikki. Yeah. Dude wants to do science. Oh, like, hardcore. Nobody sees exactly him bringing like, like a little model. Miniature shrink ray, shrink ray toy. Up and be like, look, it's so cool. Yeah. It's like yours. And just listen to that miniature shrink ray. Yeah. So Ooh. much foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. my God, you guys. He's even wearing a lab coat in that scene, you guys. Like, in the exact same glasses. He's trying so yeah. hard. And Rick Moranis is just like, I am busy working. Yeah. Go away. Whatever. Terrible. Oh, terrible. Big Russ's other son oh. is very interested in his dad and getting his dad's attention. Totally. His dad doesn't care. No. Yeah. It's like he only cares about the oldest son. Like, he even at one point says, I wish older son yeah. was more like younger son, but in no way is he praising younger son. Yeah, yes. younger son's like, hey, do you want to play baseball? Like, He's you want like, to play Let's go fishing. Let's go sports. I'm trying to get your brother to fish with me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, brutal. Rough. Parents just do Materialistic. Not <laughs> they hit that home hard. Yeah. I mean, they had every item you can imagine oh packed God. up. Right? Yeah. Well, like, this was a weekend trip, but Microwave, they had 
a lot of stuff. Yeah. Although they did, as we learned later, put an $80 deposit down on a cabin. So it was probably a pretty nice cabin. Pretty nice cabin. <laughs> That's why they had all that stuff, it's to enjoy $80 that deposit. $80 deposit, you guys. And Big Russ was just real pissed. Oh, he was deposit. so it was, sad. This was before he knew his children were shrunk. And he he had, thought they were just yeah. gallivanting. In I, the yeah, or whatever. Because they, they had an anger time, and so he thought they ran away. Or, I don't know what he thought the younger kid did. Yeah, probably didn't care. Didn't care about the argument. Well, and when the police arrive, that's when it really sheds light on what a jerk he is. Yeah, because, like, a lady cop who is credited as female cop, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. count, uh, (laughs) shares a look with mother like, oh, can you believe this guy? Man, man, right? And even man cop is just sort of like, ugh. Like, he doesn't say a word. He just goes, mmm, a bunch. Yeah, all the women were incredibly competent. I was very impressed by that. extraordinarily sympathetic. Yes, they were like the sweetest version. They were like a cross between June Cleaver and a scientist. Yeah, I was very impressed at the uh, relatively progressive portrayal of women in this mm-hmm. movie. But yeah. I kind of feel like this is the 80s. Women are going back to the workplace. Sure. You've got 89. The real estate. 89 yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like, like... things are happening. Like, I don't know when Mr. Mom came out, but right. maybe it was right around here. Maybe. Lots of shoulder pads. But even like the, <laughs> but I mean, even with the children, like I was impressed at like how much agency and mm. leadership Amy had. Yeah. I I literally before we watched the movie, I just assumed like sexy old male would just like end up being in charge. But wow. they actually had like a pretty equal, if not her being a little over him. Yeah. Structure. And consider that as compared to Jurassic Park. Oh my God. Where the oldest girl, who is the oldest, is undermined in almost every situation. Until a computer is presented. Yeah. And suddenly she saves the day. She does. But she's also, like, wildly incompetent with yeah. the computer. Screaming and... Uh, yeah. Terrible. The, the, the Jurassic Park, uh, obviously we have to keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my favorite bad technology in computers. Yeah. In movies yeah. moment of... It's I a Unix system. It's Unix. And then it's like a terrifying... It's just like floating Did buildings. Did we talk about this in the last episode? Did we? I like talking about that. I don't think that. so. I've talked about <laughs> We might have, time. though. Cause... I think we talked about it in uh, the unreleased pilot episode. Ooh, <laughs> secrets. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bad technology, I always love when this happens in a movie because I feel like this is a classic trope where, like, the machine, you know, like, oh, this machine, it doesn't work. And then it gets severely damaged, mm-hmm. and that somehow makes it do exactly what it was designed to do. Yeah. Because it's not like the baseball just, like, landed on it. No, it hit the keyboard. It hit the keyboard, hit a circuit board, and, like, exploded in sparks. <laughs> yeah. Then landed on the gun. And then blocked a laser. Which apparently, we learned at the end, was, like, the problem, because it was overheating the apples. Laser was too hot. Laser was too yeah. hot. Yeah. Laser two. Uh, because, as I, Rick Moran said out loud at some point, uh, the machine uses laser inversion, whatever that is. <laughs> That's a good to shrink That's things. That's a good fake That's science. That's great, great, great. That was great fake science. There's some great what? fake science in this movie. Yeah, pretty good fake science. Like when he was telling, explaining to the, the board members or whatever they the were. The grants yeah, people. Like yeah. about how the ray works. I was like, that makes sense. It kind of made sense. Like, there was, like, weird Star Trek logic to it. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of air in atoms. Yeah, there's a lot well, of empty space. Empty space. Empty space. space. It's mostly empty space. It's oh, mostly, right. yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to mention that in addition to some of the most awesome shoulder pads I've seen in a while, mm-hmm. they use the words tubular, yep. <laughs> cool it, yep. and blow it out your shorts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Blow it out your shorts. Blow it out your shorts. Classic. Right. And then at one point... Back. At one point, uh, I was really impressed when dickish young kid <laughs> called uh, Little Rick Moranis nerd face. Because I felt like that was a weird, like, 
addition, you know, like not just hey nerd, it was nerd face. I was really, I mean, I was really into like all, I was weirdly into like the surprising level of like subtext on gender dynamics in this movie, (laughs) you know, because like there's even, there's a thing where like older sexy guy can't whistle, right? Oh, yeah. And I felt like that tied into his like masculinity issues with his dad where like he's not a true athlete and he can't even whistle. And that's a famous line. Yeah. From the, you don't know how to whistle, something. so uh, you just put your lips together and blow. It's a famous line from a different movie. Correct. A different movie. Not Maybe Jurassic Park. Park. It might be no, Jurassic Park. Park. No. Let's what go. Is it? Probably Casablanca. Mm. Because no, but it's all not a famous lines are from <laughs> That's true. That's fair. It's an older movie, though. It is sure. an older movie. Multi stuff. I feel like it's Betty Davis. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Oh, that sounds. Google it. Google it. Google it. I can't Google it. No. Nope. No. Later. No. Nope. Be present. Right. Be present. Be present. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> uh, but then, like, there's that moment where, you know, like, during the real moments, uh, the 50 minutes of real moments, like, there's mm-hmm. one where, like, dickhead little guy. <laughs> what is, I don't know the kid's name. Oh, it's Ron or Ron. something? Ron. What Ron. Yeah. Ron has that moment, like, when they've all basically, like, when they finally accepted, like, Amy's in charge. Yeah. He says to Little Brick Marina's, your sister ain't bad. And I was like, oh, here we go. But then he says, for a girl. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like baby steps. I understand. It's yeah. 1989. But that's consistent with the character. Right? Yes. That's He's the exactly. actual kid. I feel like that that continues to show the incredible screenplay under this movie. Well, yeah. and also, I mean, the way that they earn respect over time is actually among the most believable character arc. Yeah. Uh, especially among totally. children. Totally. Um, but I really like the moment when he reaches out to shake uh, Amy's hand and she has a handful of mud right. slime. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, this is how you would earn the respect. Of a dickhead. Of a, yeah, totally. Give him a little sass back. Exactly. Speaking of sass. Sass back. Sass mopping cool. at the beginning of the movie. Oh. Amy's sass mopping yeah. was a delight. Like, yeah, and that was a great way to cut into it because at first you just thought she was just going to be mopey. Yeah. But immediately we go, oh, no, no. She's mopey. God damn it. <laughs> Shut up. That only works in text. That was coming to my That only life. works in text form. <laughs> you realize, I think that's the moment where you start to realize, like, oh, this is going to be different. This girl has agency because she's not just going to, like, mop the floor dejectedly because she's been told. She's not Cinderella. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trap the house. She's like, I'm going to dance and I'm going to make this my time. I may have to clean the kitchen, but this is still Amy's time. Yeah. yeah. Amy you know is I mean? growing up too fast, Poor though. thing. She's clearly had to raise little Rick Moranis, yeah. right? Her dad. And big Rick Moranis. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Rick Moranis is up in the attic making whatever. Yeah. Mom's oh, desperately trying to sell houses. Yeah, she's got to make that money because mm-hmm. uh, Rick Moranis isn't bringing anything in with his invention. All he has to do is give the Bernsteins the escrow papers. Right. And what is he doing? Wait, does he end up giving them the no, escrow papers? No, he just but tells we them even... to get off the lawn. Okay, yeah. but to be fair, we don't actually he's s- worried they're killing his children. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty... <laughs> if anything, right there we say, good dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not great husband. Yeah. Because he didn't do the one thing he was asked, but good dad. Yeah. But do they run away? Do we see them walk away, or is it just a cut? They're never mentioned again. That's, uh, I mean, we know this is an amazing screenplay. I don't want to talk bad about it. No, no. This it's is a, one listen, hole. This is one constructive hole criticism is part of, you know, that's like part of the industry. They it's do fine. tie up pretty much everything literally everything else, yeah. in the last minute. Yeah, like yeah. when everyone becomes regular size again, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, like literally the moment they're reconnecting, yeah. like the children are like, let me talk to you about the issues we had an hour and a half yeah. ago. All beefs the, are resolved. Yes. The first thing that happens before they, the family hugs, they're reunited after this terrifying experience. Yes. The first thing that happens is, uh, Amy asks, 
Are you and Dad all right? Yeah. Aww. I didn't catch that. Yep. Not, hey, Thank- guess what we've been through. <laughs> right. Mm. Or thanks for almost eating my brother. Is, is your marriage okay? Yeah. Is it- oh, guys. You guys, I said it while we were watching, and I believe this is true. This movie gave children of divorce so much false hope. <laughs> It yeah. really did. I it think had, there's going to be. I I'd, I'd go back and look at newspaper reports, but I'm willing to bet there's a lot of kids running away <laughs> and claiming that they got shrunk so uh-huh. that their parents will look for them and then get back together. Oh, that is the saddest thing I've ever heard in but my it life. Works. The crisis brings all the couples together. Oh, this movie is also the year my parents got divorced. Oh, 1989. oh wait. When do my hold on? <laughs> Can we double down on this? Uh, no. Nope. No. What movie came out? In, did Jurassic Park come out in 94? Oh, I hope so. Okay, because <laughs> that's when my parents got separated. Yeah. But I don't know if that really gets false hope for parents, because that's more like, that's more that Jurassic Park teaches you that two adults who are dating and considering having children <laughs> may learn to mutually respect the idea through crisis. Because <laughs> I believe that's what happens with those adults. Right. But they're not married. They're just no. fucking. Yeah. Well. Presumably. They live together in a trailer. Yeah. Unless uh, that sexy Jeff Goldblum oh, yeah. oh. ruins everything. Sorry. God, Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this movie could have used. I mean, I love Rick or Moranis, Jeff- but like even a cameo of like, oh, my colleague. He could have played the guy that's like, hey, fishing. Oh, yeah. Can we tell me that for a second? Like that weird cameo of this like my fishing buddy. But that was also clearly like the most mature relationship Russ had with yeah. another adult. Yeah, big Russ. And- like, they had a tender moment when they realized they were not going to go fishing together that weekend. It was really sad. Yeah. It was in the like, form of a fish fin way. Like a weird little secret handshake thing. Yeah. yeah, and like, like big Russ mm-hmm. walks away. Another guy, like, kind oh of lingers. Oh my god, it was just like, heartbreaking. Ugh. Hey it's tough. I think it wasn't the $80 he was really upset about. Oh my god. I, Molly, breakthrough. I think you're right, <laughs> guys. This movie has so many levels to it. But maybe Big Rush should try to invest the time with mm-hmm. his kids mm-hmm. that he's invested with his best bro, yeah. yeah, and form those relationships. Can I say that there was a sec? Like, obviously, it would mean nothing to Rick Moranis, but I thought for a second when Big Rush went for a handshake. When they were like, let's team up and save our children. I thought he was going to do the oh. fish thing. <laughs> but then I realized, like, oh, that would mean absolutely nothing to Rick Moranis. That they could have worked it in, though, in the future. Ooh, maybe during the giant turkey scene. Yeah, and why can't oh. the fishing couple be part of the Thanksgiving? Uh, and they maybe the Bernsteins. They didn't live through the crisis, Molly. Oh, yeah. And, okay, if you're a realtor, are you really going to just invite whoever you sell a house to to your giant Thanksgiving? Okay, that's a good point. You might, hold on, speaking as someone who gets these kind of notices from their realtor, you might send out a letter like, hey, happy Thanksgiving, uh, you know, send me a message if you want a giant turkey oh. from your friends at whatever realty you agency. Know, I got a, a white ceramic bowl that said popcorn on it. Do you put popcorn oh, wow. in it? Yes. But mostly you use a dog bowl from uh, a realtor. From a realtor. We got a and bottle of I... champagne we haven't opened yet. We got oh, a peace lily. That continues to live, surprisingly. We thought it was wow. dead. But my wife decided to Take care water of it. it more regularly, <laughs> and it bounces back pretty quick. Wow. Although the dog's rapid tail wagging sometimes <laughs> rips it apart a little bit, and I feel sorry for the plant. Sure. Because as we learned in this movie with Auntie, uh, all God's creatures deserve, deserve to be loved well, and well. respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should talk about how smart Quark was, the dog. Oh, my oh. God, that dog. Genius he, dog. He saves little Rick Moranis. 
mm-hmm. from being devoured by his father. By his oh, own father. that was which would be sick. terrifying, an amazing tragedy. Like to eat your own son. Oh, oh my and the first thing he does when he realizes he's got the spoon up to his lips with the Cheerio oh, yeah, you were very and his, angry about and his son. Oh, I, I just really I turned on the whole movie, <laughs> but he had his the spoon up to his lips. And talking about, like, how inevitable it was, uh, this exact scenario. Yeah. And the minute he sees his son and realizes that he takes a big gulp. Gulp. Like, for all you know, your other, other kids are in, in that did you previous not? fight. I didn't put that together until just <laughs> the Oh, it's gross. Oh, that could be like, a, like an uh-oh gulp. Like, I get it, goop. but that's, like, a but weird still, thing like, to highlight. Yeah. In that moment. But I mean, that's also, but I mean, that's also the kind of attitude you have to take anytime he's going through the lawn. Because, oh. like, his giant, like, even when he was on crutches, oh, those cr- those stilt feet were still big enough to crush all four kids oh, in yeah. one shot. So, uh, Rick Moran is about to devour his own child mm-hmm. in the Cheerios. <clears throat> the dog apparently knows the kids are in the in the bowl and the spoon and bites Rick Moranis. Yeah. Smart well, because as we established earlier, the dog can hear them because dogs have amazing hearing. Sure. Mm-hmm. He can hear tiny children yelling. And you and can whistle. argue that Quark was the only person in the house that cared about the kids throughout. Yes, consistently. Mm-hmm. Never got distracted. Mm-mm. Even, guys, this script is amazing. <laughs> Even the dog... Had a story arc because remember they established that the not red cat scared the shit out of that dog. Oh, but then when Quark oh had the children gr- on his fur so that he could bring him to the house, the cat's on the stoop and he barks the cat away and like learns to be brave and for his family. And the cat does a double take. Yes, there was there was a cat double take in this movie. <laughs> this movie has everything. Yeah, you guys. I would and I also would say like for a movie like this, there would be at some point where I would be annoyed. By the inconsistency in the logic of the universe. Oh, hardcore. Never happened. Though. No. Everything checked out. Totally. Like, the in-movie logic never faltered, I yeah. don't think. I do think the, only... the cops were a little laissez-faire. Sure. But small okay. town that universe. Yeah. Small Was it small town? I, I had a hard Whoa. time with the parents saying that they were going to go to bed. <laughs> that was weird. that their kids were in the backyard. But, but that is they had been established like, as absent parents the yes, whole true. movie. That's true. And we did learn when the sun came up that Rick Moranis did not go to bed. He was up all night repairing his shrink machine. Yeah. Mom may have gone to bed. I feel like I'd feel like better like, if she had just at least sat outside on the porch. Right? Like, like, like if she'd fallen asleep on the porch. Like you yeah. understand like physically she's exhausted. She can't help it. Yeah. yeah. But instead, we like, just, well, I'm going to go in and get some rest. I hope I my, I hope my daughter doesn't have sex with a boy inside a blade of grass. <laughs> my biggest concern. My biggest concern. It's now time for a new segment. A new segment. Yeah, yeah, I like to call yeah, yeah. hashtag nailed it. Uh, the idea is I go on twitter.com after watching the movie uh, and I search for the title of the movie in the form of a hashtag and see what the Twitter sphere has to say about this movie. Or even about something else, and then for some reason use this movie as a hashtag. Because what I find fascinating is that a movie in 1989, again, example, this is a like firecracker script, still touches people to this 20, day. 25 year anniversary, is that math right? Yeah, that's accurate. Oh, happy 25th anniversary. Wow. Honey, you're for kids. Honey, you're for kids. Um, I'm not going to say who did this because we are not a MTV television program, so nobody cares who tweeted these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we assume it's all Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, let's just... Let's just say, officially, for the podcast, every tweet is Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Okay. So first, Ashton Kutcher said, poutine, double cheese, 
Double gravy. Hashtag honey, I trained the kids. Hashtag meet the in-laws. Hashtag two-day hangover. <laughs> what? I don't know. There's so much happening in there. And apparently, honey, I trained the kids is somehow involved. And poutine. I can't, I can't think of the connection. No! It's all, it's all like... Like, bad for your food, like fatty. Yeah. I feel food. like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came on cable while they were nursing a hangover. What's Meet the In-Laws, though? They met, I, that's oh, why that's the other drunk. movie they're watching. Is that a movie? Yeah. Is oh. it? Yeah. Meet the In-Laws? Yep. Yeah. The this guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's the joke, though. You got, but that's the name of the movie. You just said the name of the movie. The movie isn't Meet the In-Laws. Oh, okay. What's another one? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, oh, this was, uh, this actually, this is, I, I saved this one because this is exactly what you were saying, Beth. Uh, Ashton Kutcher wrote, 80s parents are all, kids are missing, maybe they shrunk. If this movie was today, or maybe you were saying this, yeah. Molly. If this mm-hmm. movie were today, it'd be all Amber Alerts and Hysteria. Yeah. True. Right? True. That's hashtag. real talk. They would not be going hashtag to the mall. That is hashtag real talk right there. It does uh, say hashtag kind of the kids, but we're going to say... Hashtag real thoughts, just for clarity. Yeah. I also want to mention she uses a payphone from the yes. mall. Yeah, guys. Different oh. era. Heartbreak. 25 years. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, however, there was an early instance of instant messaging. That's oh, true. Where right. they press a button to say whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And, or then, and then Rick Moranis sends a message down that gets like printed out. Yeah. And he even had like some sort of autocorrect error where he yeah. said, I'll be done in five mimics. Yeah. Uh, well, he didn't write it well. That's me laughing out loud <laughs> at the joke. Oh, that'd be so good if he wrote it Right? That would oh, be, then it shows he was a man of the future. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, okay, this one makes no sense to me. But, again... I can explain it. Okay, good. Okay, Beth. So this is directed at you. Ashton Kutcher writes, uh-huh. Overslept. Realtor is in my house showing it to potential buyers. I'm trapped in my pink underwear. God save me. Hashtag honey, I trump the kids. <laughs> well, obviously, one of the Bernsteins. Yep. Yeah. So the realtor is the mom? The mom yeah. is there. Okay. Um, she's trapped in her... She's trapped in her pink underwear. Pink underwear, yep. Uh... And she's aware of what's happening. She's aware that she's in a movie called Yeah. Like the kids. <laughs> but she's not going to say anything. Well, because she never got those escrow papers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Are you sure it's a she? I think Ashton is referring to his genitalia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? And he's worried that people will come in and see that he has a small package. Mm-hmm. What does the color of the underwear have to do with that? Pink? Yeah. Does that make your junk look smaller? I think he just has small junk. Okay. But he's trying to say, like, something happened. <laughs> so, pink underwear is like the cold pool Yeah, it's of like a shrinkage cold. situation. Right. Shrink stitch. Speaking of, this is an amazing accidental segue. Ashley Kutcher then wrote <laughs> at a later time, Aha, half of the guys tweet about naming their, misspelled, dick movies that are big when in the inside. <laughs> Hold on. What? Okay, I think I understand what they're trying to say. Let me read that again with the proper inflection. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Half of the guys tweet about naming their dick movies that are big. Like saying, naming their dick after. Oh, yeah. They forgot, Ashton forgot to write it after. Got it. But I like, the way it's written though is naming their dick movies that are big, when in the inside, no punctuation by the way. Okay. I'm going to start over. Aha. Uh-huh. Half of the guys tweet about naming their dick movies that are big, when in the inside they're thinking it should be Hashtag Honey, I Trump the Kids. Uh, that was Boom. Really? So there is Ashton being self-aware, like, guys, I was trying to be funny, but let me just real talk. Hashtag real talk. Small penis. Yeah. yeah. And we're all saying, like, my dick is the Tom Hanks movie Big. Uh-huh. Or, or uh, uh, Jurassic Park. Iron Giant. 
Ooh, oh, Beth! Oh, great one! <laughs> Beth, give! New segment. <laughs> what if this movie was a name for your joke? <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. Batman forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Gross. I'll let you guys figure out which is James. And which I don't want to know. Okay, uh, last one. Last Ashton tweet. Uh, well, no, again, no punctuation. Well, gel, gel is spelled J E L, by the way. That is, as far as I know, not a word. Well, gel of that cow getting mouth to mouth. Hashtag honey, I shrunk the kid. Jealous. Well, gel. He's yeah. well jealous. Is that a thing yeah. people say? I'm well he, jealous. Ashton wants to get cow? on little Russ. Yeah. Did, so, and it called her a cow? He was mean about it. Oh. That's, that's, some, that's, some that's harsh. That was harsh. She was adorable. Amy yeah. was a beautiful young lady. Yeah, she really was. Just, but just because she doesn't conform to the Vogue yeah, standard just she, of stick-thin anorexia. Right. I mean, we don't know because she's wearing pretty big shirts. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Her pants been. flare out of the hips big time with all those pleats. She could have oh, been literally a skeleton. We wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Did she partake in eating that giant cookie? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. She's healthy. But she did vomit up water. But that was after she got mouth to mouth from. No, she's the cow. Sorry. Ashton's jealous. Right. Jealous of her. So what does it say about him? Uh, Bam. Small penis. Small penis. Yeah. It all comes around. It all comes around. So, in conclusion, for this week's hashtag nailed it, Ashton Kutcher. Small penis. Yeah. Oh. Honey, I shrunk the kid. <laughs> <laughs> hear it? We didn't talk about the soundtrack. Oh. Oh, oh the, the, the... I, sh- I won't say soundtrack. Do. I will say... Score. Musical score. Wonderful yeah. score. Yeah. Uh, a lot of jaunty jazz standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, dramatic organ music for oh. when there were threats yeah. to the children. So Whether the threat be uh, in the form of a lawnmower or a living creature, including yeah. your own father trying to eat you. Yeah. Right. And I was so grateful to Beth for pointing out there was pan flute. Ooh, was there? Yeah, I believe it was a pan flute. Just before one. the organ of doom. Oh, to show the contrast. the contrast. Very good. That's what an organ sounds like. Yeah. 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 Uh, can you do a better organ impression? Because probably yeah. That is amazing. That is an incredible organ. <laughs> for the next ten minutes, we will all do our oh, organ impression. Oh, no. <laughs> Molly's going to go home. The three of us are going to do organ impressions for the next ten minutes. Okay, who's going first? You can edit this out. Or not. Okay. Closing thoughts. Beth Gibbs. Oh, I did see this movie, guys. Good. Okay. Great. Because I remember a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Good. More than uh, Batman Forever, for sure. Well, like, you enjoyed it now? More yeah. than Batman Forever, or like you enjoyed it then more than Batman Forever, Oof. I, or both? Great I, question. You know that I I can't make that make that call for right. my past self. You were in your mother's womb when this movie came yeah. out, so okay. how would you know? Mm. Um, but the I thought I thought it was a fun movie. It mm-hmm. it fit the criteria that we that we wanted it to fill. Yes, mm-hmm. fill fill. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was still <laughs> better than Goonies. <gasps> oh, yep. Strong words. I. Probably also thought that because, as I said, I saw Goonies when I was like in my mid twenties, and oh. was like, "It's fine." But this movie, Love as a Kid, yeah, uh, thoroughly enjoyed as an adult. Like, yeah. I was actually very impressed with how, not, like, especially because it was like a Disney family movie. I was impressed at how totally not corny it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it was silly, 
but yeah. in like a very enjoyable and like it was very sincerely embracing the ridiculous premise behind it. Uh, even nerdy Rick Moranis was not like, oh, I'm a sad nerd. He was just kind of an eccentric, smart guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't like the world was shitting on him because he was a huge nerd. Even nerdy little Rick Moranis, like, the dick kid was a dick to him, but everyone else seemed to just accept him. Yeah. That's huge, guys. Yeah, his sister liked him. There wasn't like a... No, it wasn't like, oh, get out of here. Like, oh, good demon. I mean, she was a little sassy to him at first, at yeah. the beginning, but that's because they were doing chores and she was mad. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he wasn't helping move the sofa. No, he, was he wasn't. On it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's just legit. gentle ribbing between yeah. siblings. Like, yeah, there's true. There was affection there. For sure. Well, and I feel like too. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it as an early teen or yeah. tween, and and that love story would have gotten me all the way through that whole movie. I probably didn't notice anything else. You about were just it. so delighted. So were you? You were well gel of that cow. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were straight Ashton. When yeah. You watched this movie. Yeah. That guy's pretty dreamy. For like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had like, the, he had the. I couldn't understand why he was supposed to be so small. I thought that was kind of BS, even by me. I mean, he was kind of scrawny, I guess. He was more like of a cool rocker dude, yeah, than like a jack. I think that was and the you problem. Know what? Actually, kudos to the movie for not giving him the alternative thing, right? Like for he wasn't wearing like be... a dark coat and like. Well, or that he wasn't like I'm into music, Dad. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what I'm into. Yeah, he just didn't That's want to play football. Much more honest, right? Yeah, to just be like, I don't want to. Do that thing. Yeah, and it I wasn't even like uh, to rebel against his father. He yeah. just didn't like it. Exactly, and he was a little smarmy about the "I'll keep you posted." Yeah, but other than that, I mean, you but know, I mean, let's re- tude. And remember, like at the beginning of the movie, everyone had tude. Yeah, like the yeah. first twenty minutes of that movie was just oh. sick burn after <laughs> sick burn, which is when I realized this is a great script. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting zingers. Everybody's got an arc. Yeah, character development. Even the. Fucking dog, you guys. It's yeah. true. Every screen, every screenwriter should watch this movie. Every <laughs> oh, contemporary screenwriter should wow. watch this movie. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm not even kidding. There are some real stinkers out there. Yeah. But I do want to say even the cat had a character arc, really, if you think about it. Really? She learned humility. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Double take cat. Oh, right. Double take. Double yeah. take cat. That's how you knew it learned something. Because mm-hmm. it, like, had to, and like... it could have been a boy. I don't mean to jump to conclusions that it's a girl. And Court could be a girl. Sure. We don't know. But, I mean, it's a Disney movie, so the cat's probably a girl. Probably. Probably, probably a boy. Probably ninja. Yeah. The cat's a ninja? In other Disney movies, the cat would be a ninja, so... Oh. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, okay. old Looney Tune cartoons would be kind of a racist Japanese. <laughs> like a Siamese Is cat. that... Yeah. Oh. But that's... Aristocrats. That's... The Siamese would be, like, a more uh, <laughs> Chinese mainland, right? Uh, yeah, Thailand. Siam is modern yeah. Thailand. Yeah. So now I'm the racist. Yep. Okay, good. But Great. like Lady and the Tramp, uh-huh. yep. those are racist cats. But they weren't ninjas. Well, they were Siamese cats. Yeah. Yes, Aristocats is very racist. I is it? Point that out. Yeah. Can we watch Aristocats? <laughs> I've seen it. Oh, my sister was obsessed with that movie. <laughs> I've probably seen that movie ten times. I can't really remember what happens. Uh-oh. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. I would be willing to say kids could watch this movie today for the first and time. And enjoy. And enjoy it. Oh, right? yeah. For sure. The effects are not... They're going to be a little bit like, eh, what's this? But it's not so egregious that no. it like, mm-hmm. takes you out of No, it. I was actually impressed with how well it like fit the... I don't know. Like It didn't look horrible. Yeah. yeah. You could tell what was... You could understand like what was fake, obviously. Yeah. But you can do that now. Yeah. Just in a different yeah. way. And in some ways, it felt more real because a lot of those sets felt like they were actually built. Yeah. All that, um, and they were. Like, the kids jumped over that big nail right away just mm-hmm. to show the audience, like, look, we actually made a big nail, you guys. <laughs> well, that's 
and Carl. Our guest. Stay tuned for episode three, where we'll watch another movie. Something. Ooh. Good teaser. Great teaser. Yes. Excellent. Good job, everyone. Ah. And our final sponsor. Honey, I shrunk the snacks. Yes. Are uh, you eating disgusting snacks? Hundred calorie packs for your children. Get packs of snacks delivered to your door. Let them be small, scrawny, cool kids like Russ. Maybe he won't play football, but he'll get the girl. He'll tongue her face. Tongue him so hard. Your kids will tongue each other if you get these snacks. Good job. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.